Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're with Stacy Banner of Banner Toys in Madrid, Iowa. Stacy's sharing how what started as her husband's creative outlet to support her daycare quickly turned into a popular wooden toy business. From moving their business from their garage to the city and then to a small town, plus expanding their business line to later refining that into a core line, it's been quite an exciting journey. We also talk about what it means to have a family business and advice for couple entrepreneurs who are working together. So here we go with Stacy Banner. All right, well, we're here today with Stacy Banner of Banner Toys in Madrid, Iowa. Stacy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, tell me a little bit about you. Are you and Jesse, your husband, are you Iowa natives? We are. Um, we both actually can't come from Northwest Iowa in small towns, and we met after after college. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Our families are only about an hour apart from each other where we grew up at, and now we're, you know, together. So, Awesome. I feel like there's some sort of study out there that says you typically marry someone within like an hour of where you grew up. (laughs) So crazy. Yeah. So you've actually had a lot of different jobs before Banner Toys, which I'm guessing were probably pretty good training for what you do now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your career path leading up to Banner Toys. Um, well, I, when I was little, I always wanted to own a children's bookstore. And so I went to college with the thought that I would get this English and business major. And then, um, yeah, college just, it took me about 12 years to get through college because I couldn't decide for sure that that's what I wanted to do. And I started nannying and then nannying moved me all over the U.S. Um, so I lived in Boston and Los Angeles and down in Texas, um, just experiencing a whole lot of different things. Um, so when I came home to Iowa, like it was like, I knew that's where I wanted to be out of all the places I'd been. Um, but yeah, I've been a nanny. I've been, uh, I ran a daycare. I've worked in the medical field. I've worked at a bank. I worked at a flower shop. I've done a whole bunch of different things. Um, and almost all of them are with other people, you know, like working, working with customers, which has been great experience for this, for what we do now. I love it. So when did the idea of making wooden toys come into the picture? Do you, do either you or Jesse have a background in woodworking? We don't. Um, <clears throat> we don't. My, both our parents are handy. My dad used to be a contractor and build houses. Um, so I kind of grew up around tools and with, with woodworking. He didn't. Um, but I was running an in-home daycare and he worked for Wells Fargo. Um, and he just, he hated the cubicle life and the nine to five. And he just, that's not, that's not him. Um And so he came home one day and I had all of these broken toys. They needed new batteries or new stickers or they were broken. And I said, can we just go buy some toys? And he said, no, I'm going to make you some. And I'm thinking like, what? (laughs) 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 Toys. But he went and and bought a scroll saw. and he cut out this little toy truck and it was so cute. I was like, 
honey, that's cute. We should sell these. And that's quite literally how we got started. He needed some, you know, a hobby or relief from his corporate job. And I needed toys for daycare and they just, it worked out. So I love that. So how did you start getting the word out once you decided this is kind of a thing? Well, we didn't know it was kind of a thing for quite some time, but we started um, because he stayed at he stayed at his job and I still had the daycare. So we just started an Etsy store and then we signed up to do a few uh, like church bazaars at Christmas time. So we just started doing that. And all of a sudden, like we were noticing that people really liked what we were doing. And so we focused on it more. And he actually we started in like October and he quit his corporate job in February. Wow. To focus on the toys full time. So um, it kind of turned into something fast, but I don't, we still didn't really know what we had started at that point. Um, I don't think we really knew what we had, we had officially started for several years. So. Wow. So I guess once things started getting going, Mm -hmm. uh, how did you expand? Did you start just keep doing trade shows We did. We signed up. Well, we got our own website. So we still had our Etsy store, but then we had a standalone website and we did more trade, um, trade show type things like farmer's markets, more church bazaars. We didn't really travel too far outside of Iowa at that point. Um, just money wise and kid wise and all that, you know, all those things that keep you, keep you close to home. We were young too. Like, I think we'd only been married a few months when we started this. So, um, so yeah, we just kind of kept chipping away at it a little by little. So I love it. So yeah. talk about how your product line has expanded over the years. Yeah, we, uh, we've both expanded and shrunk down our product line. So when we first started, we did everything. <laughs> I sewed, I sewed fabric toys. We did painted, painted toys. We did wooden toys. We did everything and anything because that's, that's all we knew. Like we just tried to do whatever. And then as we got busier, we realized, okay, wait, we got to hone this in because we can't keep up with it. Um, so once we, we went from like all of these products down to a core line and that's when our business kind of really took off because we could keep up with shipping times and we could turn around toys in a day or two and people really liked the fast shipping time and they didn't necessarily notice that we didn't have all the options that we had had prior. So. Wow. That's good. Yeah. So what was mentioned kind of, that was a turning point, but was there like a defining moment when you were like, okay, this is really, we're really onto something. Yeah. I think, um, in 2013, Nordstrom emailed us out of the blue asking if we wanted to be in their stores that Christmas. And we totally just faked it and said, yes, we can do this. And they wanted all these toys. And at that point, we didn't have a CNC machine yet. So we were still hand cutting every single toy as it was ordered on a scroll saw. And here comes this order for several several hundred toys that need all hand cut and done Um, and I think that was, that was the start of where we were like, okay, we're going to go all in with this or we gotta, we gotta back up. Um, I was also pregnant with our, 
with our youngest at the time. Um, so we took the Nordstrom order and then shortly after we were in Nordstrom, Aiden and I contacted us and they wanted to place an order for 15,000 teethers. <laughs> At which point we said yes, because why not, right? I mean, yeah. why not? <laughs> um, just, we, um, Jesse and I both are kind of of the, the mindset that like, we can do it. Like there's no, we've never really questioned being able to do something. So when he said, let's cut out 15,000 teethers, we said, okay. We bought a CNC machine. Um, ironically, it got delivered the same day I went into labor with our youngest. <laughs> so that's a birth story I'll never forget because my husband's going back and forth between the delivery room and the, the shop to get this huge piece of, huge expensive piece of machinery off the truck. Um, but it worked out. Like we ended up getting this order done in time. And I think that was kind of like, that was probably one of the defining moments. I love that. All of your products are eco-friendly. So they are. Mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about the intentionality behind that. And I'm sure that was probably a learning process too, as you started creating toys. It was, um, it was, and it was also, it just made more sense to us um, because when we started out, we didn't have a whole lot of money. So we were working out of our basement at first and then our garage. And in our garage, we had this wood burning stove and we were like, okay, well, we can either buy firewood or we can reuse all these scraps to heat the shop to make the toys. And so we started finding ways to make the toys sustainable and that we were, there was less waste um, and that what waste we did have was being put to use, whether we were cutting smaller toys out of it or making blocks or using it to heat the shop. all our finishes are organic and non-toxic. So everything's safe because we always wanted, we didn't want to make toys that we wouldn't give our own children. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of how we base our company, you know? Yeah, that's great. So you mentioned a few things like with Nordstrom and Aiden and I, you've gotten to be part of some fun collaborations. We have. What have been some of your favorites? I mean, those, those are two pretty good ones, but <laughs> those are two pretty good ones. Um, I would say when Joanna Gaines wanted to carry some of our toys in Magnolia Market, like that was kind of a, oh, okay, yes. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that was a really big one. Um, we had been on like Fox News. We were invited to the White House. Like we, this company has kind of just done a whole lot of different things for our small family business that have been incredible. That's so great. Well, at some point you were able to quit your job with the daycare mm-hmm. and now you have you know, a whole staff of employees. So yeah, we just hired two more people um, a couple of weeks ago. So it's, um, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Um, you know, we, every year we get staff and we think, okay, we're good. We're going to make it through Christmas. We're going to get all these orders out. And then Christmas comes and we are amazed by how many orders come in. And we're like, okay, next year we'll hire more people. <laughs> and so every year, every year our team has grown. Um, but it's really neat because we still have the same staff that we had four years ago. We just keep adding to it. So our turnaround is very low, um, which I think I think is a, is a great quality of our company. Um, 
but yeah, we are up to, I think we have seven in-house employees and then we contract with, um, with like our photographers and our graphic designers and other people across the U S and Canada. So there's, um, there's a lot of people that work behind the scenes to make banner toys happen. Yeah. Well, at one point you, and maybe this was in the beginning, but once you graduated from your garage, Uh you went to Des Moines. Yeah. And then you have since moved your business rural to Madrid, Iowa. We have, yes. And that was one of the best decisions I think we've ever made. Um, Our shop in Des Moines was great. It was right down in the East Village, um, the downtown part of Des Moines. Is great, um, but it wasn't really the perfect fit for our family. Um, just our kids in school, and we wanted them in a smaller community with less people. We wanted to be in a community where we could make a difference. Um, and so when we found the house in Madrid, we were like, this is it. This is where we're supposed to be. Um, and then the building came along a couple years later, so we moved from the country into town. Um, and it's just really been a great, a great experience since we've been here and being a part of a community. I love that. What's been the most rewarding part of the business? Oh, there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I would say the most is, uh, it's probably the flexibility, um, to be both a mom at home and work here um and all the people we meet and our employees are great and I just I don't know I don't really know that there's a part of this job that I don't like um and my husband will laugh when I say that um but I just really love what we do so I think the whole thing's a benefit that's perfect (laughs) can't ask for better than that well with you and Jesse working together full-time how have you made that work? Any advice for any other couple entrepreneurs out there? Yeah, that's been interesting. Um, we have, so we've been doing this for about 10 years together now, not about nine and a half, I guess. Um, and we have definitely learned how to work together over the years. And it is much better now than it was like in the beginning. Um, I think my biggest piece of advice is to, make sure you have your own thing as well outside of your marriage, outside of your family, outside of work, like go out to dinner with the girls, go hang out with the guys. Like you can't spend all that time with one person and expect not to fight. So when we started having our time as well, it really helped, helped everything together. So, so good. So how do you manage work and family life with, all this going on because this business has kept you very busy. It has. Um, you know what? Our kids are a huge part of this business. They come over here after school. They hang out in the shop. Um, all of the staff knows them and they, you know, they'll go climb up on a bar stool next to the girls and help them not help watch them, <laughs> you know, assemble toys and pretend to help them. Um, so it's just kind of, it, I mean, it's it's the epitome of a family business when you think about it. Even our employees' kids come over to the building after school too. So it's not just ours. It's, you know, anybody's kids are welcome here. So that's, I love that. You guys even took a summer off to camp, right? We did. We went, well, this summer we were gone for about four weeks total, which was a long time to be away. <laughs> But it was nice. Um, it's nice that we have a staff that we trust to run the business 
even without us. So, yeah, I think it's important to take a break because when you have a business, it just can consume your entire life if you're not careful. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned throughout the course of this almost 10 years? Yeah. Um, I think honestly, like learning to go with your gut has been a big one for us, whether that's hiring or firing an employee, whether it's launching this toy or that toy, doing this collaboration, just kind of trusting, trusting what you know to be right instead of instead of just going with something. Yeah. Yeah. Any tips on hiring people and how to have success in that? Because you've obviously had success. Your employees have. We have. We, yes, we have. There have been very few employees that did not work out. Um, I think in the course of 10 years, we've only had to let three people go total, um, which is not very many. Um, And I think... You know, I don't know because my husband and I both interview very differently. My interviews are very short and sweet and I go on my first impression and my gut instinct of someone and whether I think they're going to fit in and whether they're going to have the quality and um, the eye for what we do. My husband will sit in an interview for an hour with someone. So it's just, it's very different how we interview, but it works. Yeah. You know what you need and that's good. Right. So talk about wholesale. I would imagine you do some wholesale. And I think that's a, you know, a big decision that people have to make when they have a business is do we do wholesale? Do we not? What have you found? We do. Um, We do wholesale. We used to do a lot of wholesale and we have um, kind of scaled that back just because our retail side has taken off and obviously direct to consumer is more profitable than business to business. Um, but we wholesale to brick and mortar stores. We don't wholesale to any online boutiques just because we're an online store. So we don't want to compete with ourselves, but if you have a a brick and mortar store. Um, And then we set various minimums or quarterly, quarterly requirements for ordering so that we know if you're ordering banner toys, you really want banner toys in your store. It's not just a one-time order and then you never come back again. So yeah. We've kind of learned that along the way that we had to, we had to narrow in on what we wanted out of wholesale in order to get it. Yeah. Talk about, you know, you are an online business. Have you ever Mm -hmm. contemplated doing the brick and mortar thing yourself? Um, We have, we have, um, but to be honest, it's kind of terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. Um, I don't know. We've thought about it, but with the way everything's kind of going online right now and the economy and all that stuff, um, our online store does so well. I don't know that there's a, a really a need to mess with what works. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So you never know in the future, but as of right now, we're not, we're not getting into brick and mortar. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, what advice would you have for other people with a dream or an idea who are thinking about taking that leap into starting their own business? Yeah, do it. Um, do it. And I think that's the best way to put it. Like, had we really thought about what we were jumping into, I don't think we would have done it. Um, instead, like he just bought a swirl saw and he cut out a truck and we signed up for a church bazaar and it unraveled into something great. So I think had we thought about it, we might've been more hesitant about things. So I would just say, go for it. 
good advice. Yeah. Well, what's next for you and Banner Toys? Um, well, we're having our fourth baby right now. <laughs> this this winter, um, and we're just working on our toy line and expanding things and um, just kind of doing what we do. So, yeah. sounds good. Well, how yeah. do we follow along and keep up with what you guys have going on? Sure, we are um, at Banner Toys on Instagram and Facebook, and then you can sign up for our newsletter on BannerToys.com. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, Stacy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has been great. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, I love that Stacy and Jesse chose to move their business to a small town and that they're loving life in Madrid. And you guys, Banner Toys are some of my favorite gifts to give at baby showers. So head on over to their website and check out their product line because I have a feeling you'll feel the same way about them as I do. I trust you're super inspired from today's episode and probably have a handful of people you know would love to hear it. So go ahead and text them the link and leave us a kind review while you're at it so we can keep spreading the Rural Revival message far and wide. And stay tuned in with us on Instagram and Facebook at Rural Revival Co. to keep updated on this podcast and all things Rural Revival related. And we'll catch you next time on the Rural Revival Podcast. Have a great day, everybody.